number 25, we'll begin reading once again, verse number 1. Psalm 25, verse number 1, Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee, let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. I'm going to stop there. I'll probably just look at three and four uh, this morning. So uh, let's, let's go, Lord, in prayer. And, um, ask Brother Bruce if he, would, if he would pray for us. Pray, pray for me, brother. It's, um, this morning, I don't know, there's times that it's, it's difficult to preach, even though you've prepared I know you're bound to know, you know something about that. If you go to Sermon Audio, you can actually find places where Brother Bruce has spoken. There's recorded messages. Jerry, Bruce, JT, Paul. Um, I guess all of y'all spoke at one time or another, didn't you? Um, so uh, y'all know something, I would think, about the difficulties. I asked, I asked Cohen this morning. I said, JT's not here. I said, you want to speak for us? He said, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Well, let's pray. Amen. You may be seated. So, Brother JT and Sister Betty, if you're watching, we're praying for you. <laughs> they may be. I know she listens sometimes 
whenever she can't be here. So they may both be sitting in the living room this morning <clears throat> listening. Um, certainly miss anybody when they're not here, right? Uh, we're a small enough group that it, it should be obvious when someone's not uh, amongst us. So, Well, we're back in Psalm 25 <clears throat> this morning. And looking at verses 4 and 5, you see the, the, the thought that is before us is the Lord showing us His ways, showing us His ways, and teaching us His paths, and leading us in His truth, because He's the God of our salvation, uh, is what you end up with there in verse number 5. And here's our position when you think about being taught being led being shown lord i'm waiting on you all day long um, um I'm, I'm waiting you know in a sense that i'm, I'm looking to you uh, in all of these circumstances and all of the things that happen in my life all the things that i'm facing all the troubles all the tribulations all the trials um, everything that i have to rejoice in and look forward to um, because there's not everything every day that we look forward to, is there? Uh, there's things that we don't look forward to doing. Um, but um, even in those things, we're asking the Lord for grace, aren't we? Uh, show me, teach me your ways, Lord. Uh, help me to be gracious. Uh, help me to be merciful. Help me to be long-suffering. Uh, help me to be wise. Uh, help me to have understanding um, in, in the things that, the places that you have me, so that in it all, I might bring glory unto the God of my salvation, so that, that others might see even, you know, as, 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 as Daniel, you know, walks, you know, through the, the halls at school, um, you know, can other people see there's a difference? When, when Donnie's at work, can other people see that there's a difference? Um, you know, can they see a difference between us and them? Uh, do they know there's something different about us? Um, much of the time, we don't realize that they're noticing uh, but there are times that that you have those moments where they come to you and they say you have a peace that i don't have and i want to know that peace I, I don't know if that peace is available to me i don't know how i can know that peace and i was telling anna last night <clears throat> there's there's a lot of things that we may not know because she was asking me about this thing and that thing i said here's the main thing it's the gospel and I said, a lot of these other religions that you're asking me about, when it comes to Christ, that's going to be. When you find out what they think of Christ, you're going to find out something, you know, about them, um, you know, that's not what the Scripture says, you know. So, uh, they right, <laughs> in some way or another, right, unavoidable. Uh, what will you do with him? Yeah, uh, what will you do with Christ? So, he came into this world to be. Our Savior. Um, you know, those, like we said this morning before the cross, looked to him as much as, you know, we look back. They look to his coming, we look back that he came. Uh, and we look forward to his coming, you know, again. We anticipate his coming again. You think about what, what the Lord told the Jews. He said, Abraham saw my day. He rejoiced to see my day. And he was glad. And they said, you're not even 50 years old. You know, how, and you've seen Abraham? Uh, how has they seen Abraham? And Jesus said unto them, this is part of that marvel we were talking about this morning, right? Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, 
I am. You know, um, you know Moses said, a prophet like unto me, you know, greater than him was going to, you know, going to be raised. Um, the Lord thy God, Deuteronomy 18, 15, will raise unto thee a prophet, not prophets, because there were prophets that came, but it says a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me, unto him ye shall hearken. That's the same you know, thing that we heard on the Mount of Transfiguration this morning already. Hear him. This is my beloved son. Hear him. So, and then 2 Corinthians 4, 6, for God who commanded the light to shine in the darkness hath shined in our hearts. Think about thy ways. The Lord teaching us his ways, right? That we're looking at here, here in verse number four, verse number five, teaching us his paths, leading us in his truth. For God who commanded light to shine in the darkness hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. And that bridges this morning's message and this message to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, right? And we have the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. He was manifest in the flesh. That's what we were talking about this morning in the face of Jesus Christ. But here we have <clears throat> David saying, first of all, in verse number four, show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. You know, the natural man, we said this morning about the, the treasure in the field, right? He would walk past, we have that parable in scripture, the treasure that was hid in the field. He'd walk past that. He might dig it up and, and say, well, there's nothing here uh, for him. The natural man doesn't, doesn't glory in the things of God. Um, he wants to have his own way. Teach me thy paths. Well, the natural man would say, I want my own path. I want my own way. I don't want God's way. I want my way. Uh, but his desire is to follow the dictates and the passions, you know, of his own heart, of his sinful heart, unconverted heart. Uh, but the prayer of the one who is born of the Spirit, we see here in what David's saying, Lord, show me your ways. Show me your ways. Teach me your ways. Show me, show me your paths. Teach me. You're, you're, you're the shepherd of my soul that's mentioned in verse number one. But you're, you're the shepherd, I'm, I'm, I'm a sheep. Show me, teach me, lead me, guide me. Uh, your way is best, even though it may be difficult, even though it's narrow, uh, even though there's, there's trials along the way, there's troubles along the way, there's difficulties along the way. It, it's, it's, is it the path that you would have chosen outside of Christ? No. I mean, we wouldn't have chosen this path. We would have been going right down the broad way that leads to destruction. You know, we wouldn't have chosen the narrow way. We would have said that way is too narrow. I, I can't go that way. If I can't bring this with me, you know, through that way, then I, I'm not going to go that way. Uh, but for us, we want to leave those things. We gladly leave those things behind to follow, you know, him. Isn't that what Paul says? Again, all things, you know, loss you know, for, for Christ. I mean, all that you think about raised, you know, from, from a child, you know, in those things, and he was on his way. The, his, the trajectory of his life was to be a Pharisee of the Pharisees, right? And, and he was establishing, that was what they were about, right? Establishing their own righteousness. I've done this, I've done that. The rich young ruler, what like I yet? You know, what do I like? Uh, and Paul says, whenever the Lord revealed himself unto him, he said, all those things, you know, I counted loss. Gladly. I laid those things aside that I might win, you know, Christ. So David's praying that he would be shown 
I mean, we're, we're, it, it seems like in some respects as you read this that it's, it's later in David's life, you know? <clears throat> and still he's saying, I mean, is there ever going to be a time in our life where we, 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 we wouldn't ask for this? But he's still saying later on in his life, it seems, Lord, show me. Lord, teach me. Didn't we? We talked about that this morning, didn't we? We said, have we arrived? Have any of us arrived? I mean, do we know all things? Uh, we still need to be shown, don't we? We still need to be taught. Um, I confess that there are directions that my life has taken, that the Lord has, has brought me along a certain way that I would not have chosen for myself. You know, I would not. I mean, once we got to the other side of those things, uh, Teresa and I both could look back and say, well, boy, for all the things the Lord taught us, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't trade not going through it. Um, but, but we wouldn't necessarily choose, you know, these ways and the conditions and the circumstances that, that we have found ourselves in at times, um, except that we've looked at it from the other side, you know, in one respect, like I said, and we say, that was good for me, Lord. It was good for me to be brought through that. On the front end, we say, Lord, you know, I, you know I wouldn't choose this. If it's possible, let this cup pass for me. But nevertheless, not my will, but yours. You know what's best. On the front end, we're saying, Lord, we, I trust you. And isn't that what we've seen David you know, say in verse number two? Oh, my God, I trust in thee. You know, so whatever these ways look like, uh, whatever it is that we're going through, it's the front end and the back end, Lord, I trust in you. I trust in you. There's a way that seems right unto a man, right? What is it? What do we, what do you, can you finish it? The end there was death, yeah. Uh, that's, that's not, that, that, that's the way of man. David's, that's not the way I want. The way I want is your ways. I want to be taught your ways. Uh, I don't want to lean upon my understanding. You know, I want to look unto you and be taught your ways. Um, I'll lean upon your word. I'll lean upon your promises. Those are true. Those are right. But I don't want to be left to myself to be making decisions about what trajectory my, my life is going to take here or there because I could choose this and it'd be the wrong thing. You know, I'd rather trust in you, Lord, and be led by you and be taught by you, you know, in your way. So <clears throat> I've often thought about this passage. Okay, you know, so it's, it's been some 27 years that I've been preaching and in this same place. That's a long time, you know, to be in, in one place. Um, but, um, you know, when the Lord first called me to, when the Lord first called me to preach, this passage, and it reflects in my mind to what we're talking about, you know, about the Lord leading us and teaching us his ways. Um, you know, 27 years later, I haven't forgotten it. But it's 1 Kings 3, 5 through 10. You see Solomon and Gibeon, and he has a dream. Uh, by night, it says, and God said, ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, you've shown mercy unto, you know, my father, I'm paraphrasing, um, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and uprightness of heart. Uh, thou hast kept for him this great kindness that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father, and I am but a little child. Right? And so, you know, 27 years ago to, till today, uh, I've still felt, you know, like that, Lord, I need, I need you to lead me. I need you to take me by the hand, just like we did our kids, you know, and, and you know, they, they didn't know. Uh, there, were, there were dangers, you know, in, in the parking lot, 
there, there are dangers, you know, in lots of places that we went, we took them by the hand. Um, we were holding on to them uh, more than they were holding on to us, you know. I mean, there was some trust, you know, there where, you know, they were glad, like, oh, great, you know, get to hold, you know, mom's hand or dad's hand. But, you know, we were watching out for the dangers, the car backing out in the parking lot or, you know, whatever, you know, the case may be, the, the hole that they could have fell into or, um, you know, any, any number of things, dangers on the playground, you know, even. But um, anyway, uh, dangers around the house, you know, there can be. But he says, I'm like a little child. I don't know how to come out. He's a grown man. I don't know how to go out or come in. And thy servant, and here it is. You know, can you see, you know, the, where I, I was 27 years ago when you, when you listen to this, and thy servant is in the midst of thy people. That's me. That's where I am. You know, thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people, that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give, therefore, thy servant an understanding heart. Uh, if we ask for understanding, will the Lord not give it? You know, he'll give it, won't he? Um, to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? And the speech pleased. What's, what's, what's pleasing speech here in Psalm 25? Well, that's what David's saying to us. Say, say, say Lord, teach me. Lord, show me. Show me thy ways. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. Are you teachable? Well, I sure hope so. Uh, I, I guess so. You're still here. You know, if you weren't, you, you wouldn't be here. But, you know, are we humble enough? Are we humble enough to be taught? Are we meek enough to be taught? To humble ourselves under God's mighty hand and say, Lord, you know what is best. Uh, I humble myself before you and whatever this is going to look like, um, I'm trusting in you. Um, but that's, the, the, it says the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. He didn't ask for riches. He didn't ask for the neck of his enemies. You know, but he asked for wisdom to lead God's people. Um, so do you ever think about that as speech pleasing to the Lord? God's grace and in, in the heart of Solomon in his life, that that's the only reason for the speech. And it's remarkable, isn't it, when we think about the speech is pleasing to the Lord, but it wouldn't be there unless the Lord had given a heart to even think that. We're just giving back to the Lord what he's given us, aren't we? You know. You another way to put it, brother? I don't know. I can tell when you're about to say something. Well, I'm not telling. Yeah. 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 Yes. It's just returned. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we, we wouldn't have it unless he gave it to us. Exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't exist. Unless the Lord... From, from here to there, yeah. It is. I mean, he's our exceeding great reward. That's a great way uh, to think about it. But, you know, Solomon essentially is, be, is asking to be shown God's way. The same thing David's saying here. 
He's, he's saying, show me your way. Lead, lead me, you know, as you did Moses, right? So you remember in Exodus 33, and JT's brought this up multiple times in recent days. <clears throat> Moses says in Exodus 33, 13, Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way. Hear what Moses is saying? Show me now thy way, that I may know thee. I mean, this is, this is a component of the Lord showing us and teaching us his way. And in doing that, we're going to know him. I mean, that is, that is what was Paul's prayer, you know, for us, that we might know him. For this reason, he said, I bend the knee, you know, that we might know him. Um, he labored that Christ might be formed, you know, in us. So, <clears throat> that I may know thee, that I might find grace in thy sight. And consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, my presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto them, this is the part JT's bringing up frequently, if thy presence go not with me, carry us up not, don't carry us from this place. I don't want to leave here unless you're leading. I don't want to leave unless you're leading. I don't want to, I don't want to go into this thing unless you show me. I don't want to go down that path unless it's your path. Um, I want to know. Um, I want you to lead me and show me. If thy presence go not with me, carry us up not hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? Teach me thy way. The Lord going with us. The picture of us holding our children's hand, you know, we're going with them. You know, can can I can I go, mom or dad, over across the street to the playground, you know, and and play on the swing set? I'll lead you over there. I'll show you the way. Um, they they may have walked with us many times before, uh, but there's things they're not looking for. I mean, you remember what it was like when we were growing up? Look both ways before you cross the street. You know, then it became both ways twice. You know, before you cross the street. And then you get in driver's ed, you know, and it's like you look this way and this way. And since you're fixing to make a left-hand turn, there's oncoming traffic. You need to look that way again, you know, uh, before you actually proceed out into the intersection. Um, and the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing. Isn't that something? Here, here David saying, lead me. And the Lord saying, I will do this thing. That is pleasing in my sight. I am pleased for you to say unto me lead me i am pleased for you to say unto me teach me we ought to be coming here every sunday you know that way lord teach me lead me uh, we open our our bibles lord teach me lead me we're about to listen to a sermon you know i can't tell you how many times i've seen sister shelby on one of our job sites cleaning and she's got you know earphones in i've scared her a few times because she didn't see me coming she didn't hear me coming um even here, I remember the first time I, I scared you was back there. She was on her knees, you know, back there in the in the in the the, the, the bathroom floor, you know, and I said something that startled her. Uh, but she's usually listening to, to some music or a sermon or something, you know. Uh, but Lord, lead me, teach me. I'm about to listen to this message. I want to know what it is that I need to know. I want to understand what it is that I need to understand, you know, from this text. Would you lead me, show me, guide me, help me? To understand, because uh, I'm like, I, I see that picture of Solomon. I'm like a little child. And it's good to be like that, because you think about how our children would come to us for things. 
You know, they couldn't they couldn't do things for them some things for themselves, uh, a lot of things for themselves, and so they would come to us and ask us. And so here we are, that, that picture, you see that the children that came to the Lord and the disciples were like, no, 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 no. And the Lord says, of such is the kingdom of God. So we come as a little child, uh, you know, coming, asking, asking for the, the Lord to lead us and to teach us. We have to be shown this way. We don't know this way on our own. We have to be shown this way. We have to be led in this way. Um, there's a way that we're to speak. I hear people on the job site who tell me that, that they're believers and the speech they use. It's, it's uh, you know, I'm, I'm worried about you, you know. Um, you know, could, could a Christian find himself in a place where he just is that lax? You know, yeah, I guess. You know, they're around that all the time. They're not around people, you know, who are, who are there's, there's, Around people are speaking wrong all day long, and they start, I don't, I don't know that. I don't think they'd be convicted by it, but we're told to let no corrupt communication proceed forth out of our mouth. Uh, it doesn't have to be a four-letter word. It's no corrupt communication proceed forth out of our mouth. There's things that we ought to speak. There's things that we ought to think. The things that are honest, just, pure, think on these things. You know, uh, we're, we're to, JT told us just recently about the Lord going about and doing good. That's what we are to do. I mean, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him drink. If he's naked, clothe him. You know, um, you know it, it's, a, it's a higher way. Here we're called to love our enemies. That's not something naturally we would have done. You know, we, we wouldn't naturally have seen someone, maybe our next door neighbor that just hates us. And we see them having a problem with their lawnmower or whatever. And we walk over and we say, Hey, can I help you with that? And you know they look at you and they're like, what is wrong with you? You know all the things I've said to you. You know all the things I've said about you to everybody in the neighborhood. And you're going to come over here and ask if you can help me? Why would you do that? Open door, right? Open door to preach the gospel, you know, unto them. <clears throat> A way to tire. His way is best. Teach me, Lord, show me your ways. I mean, you get into Isaiah 55. Here we are, and I know I'm talking about JT a lot because he's not here. I miss him this morning. Um, but we know that's his favorite book. But Isaiah 55, verse number 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Lord, teach me your way, show me your way. My thoughts, the Lord said, are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. We need to be shown. We have to be taught. And what we have been taught, we need to walk in those things, don't we? I mean, the Lord showed us those things. Are we walking in them? If we're not walking in them, the Lord may have to teach us again, right? He may have to instruct us again in that thing and, and, and chasten us, you know, in that thing because we're not doing what we know that we ought to be doing, uh, the ways that he's shown unto us. I don't want to walk in my own wisdom. I don't want to walk in, in, in my own understanding. I want to trust in the Lord. I, I want to commit everything to him every day. Lord, here is my day. I have no idea all the things that might happen. I have no idea all the things that could happen. I know this is what I, I intend on doing today. I mean, this is what's before me to do today. I, I, I have a schedule, you know, that, I, that, I've, that I've, I've made out here. I have a place, a destination, 
you know, I'm sure Sister Carolyn, you know, she, 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 you know, picks up loads here and there and, and drives them different places. And there's probably been times that's been interrupted. She's gotten into her vehicle and she's intended to go to a destination to either deliver or, or pick up something. And it's not happened. It's not happened. And if I'm starting my day saying, Lord, this day is yours. It's not mine. My life is yours. It's not mine. And so here I am. Do with me as you will. Give me grace to meet whatever's going to happen. That, you know, whether I knew, know about what I'm planning on doing, give me grace to face that or things that I don't even know. I don't even know maybe coming at me today. Um, you know, I, I'd have got quit this past week, you know, on a job. Not one of our employees, but a subcontractor. Um, I wasn't intending on that, you know, happening. Uh, but what do you do? You trust the Lord. Um, and, and Lord, you know, I didn't know this was going to happen. You know, I started out, you know, in a relationship with this guy and we talked about the job and we were going about these things day by day. And now he's gone. Um, so the Lord knows what are we going to do? Trust in him. Trust in him. As I said, I don't want to walk in my own wisdom, or my own understanding. You know what that is? Walking in my own wisdom, my own understanding, that's sinking sand. That's sinking sand. That's not standing upon the rock saying, Lord, teach me, show me your ways. Somebody asked me one time about riches. Should I seek riches? Uh, Proverbs 23, verse number four says, labor not to be rich. In our natural minds, we think to have plenty of money in the bank is a good thing. You know, that's, that's, what, that's what I need. If, boy, if I had that, then a lot of my problems would go away. You know, I would be, I'd be so much better off if I had more money than I could spend. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? I mean, if you had so much money, Danny, that you made it your job every day to see if I could actually spend it all. And you couldn't, you couldn't overcome the interest or you couldn't overcome, you know, the size of the bank account. You, know, you, just, you couldn't, you couldn't spend it all, yeah. Uh, but we, would, we think in terms, you know, to have this or to have that, you know, that would be, that would be, you know, so much, I'd be so much more at rest, I'd be so much more at peace. You may be less at rest and less at peace. Mm -hmm. have all those things I, I can think back at times when Teresa and I you know didn't have much at all and they were they were they were happy times uh, they were joyous times I mean we were we were continuously looking to the Lord because we didn't have you know we didn't know where this was going to come from that was going to come from uh, if there was an unexpected you know expense that arose I mean here we we were living you know, inside the, the bounds of this, this amount of money that we're making each week, and then something unexpected arises. Well, how is that going to, how are we going to do that? You know, we, we, she got sick, and we were in the hospital, and didn't have any insurance, and, and the bills were mounting up, and how are we ever going to pay that? We weren't thinking about, well, we'll just walk away from it. You know, we'll just leave the hospital, you know, holding, you know, that. They can run out of credit. I don't care. You know, we weren't thinking in those terms. We were thinking, how are we going to take care of this? And the Lord did. He took in ways that we could not even see. And we couldn't, we, we, we couldn't have imagined. He took care of that. But labor not to be rich. Listen to what it says right behind that. I know you've been through Proverbs many times, Sister Carolyn. Can you finish that verse? Proverbs 23, 4. Labor not to be rich. Listen to what it says right after that. Cease from thine own wisdom. Say, our wisdom... I want to labor to be rich, you know, 
Labor not to be rich. Cease from mine own wisdom. Will you set your eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings and they fly away as an eagle toward heaven. Isn't that something? And how many people that's happened to? I mean, it happened to me recently. I, mean, I worked 20 years with the insurance agency and, and I put in money into the 401k, which eventually became, I think I told you all about it, but eventually became you know, stock in the bank. Well, banks aren't doing real great right now. It may get worse than it is right now. You know, it was way up here and it went way down here, you know, and I'll leave it there because it may come back. You know, I've, I've seen it happen. We've seen it happen to people, right? I mean, they, they, they had money in a 401k maybe and they, and they decided to retire. And right when they're going to retire, the stock market crashes and they're like, now what? Trust in the Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It flies away, you know, and it, it went like an eagle with wings towards the heaven. Uh, well, what are you going to do? Well, you, you could get all upset. You could go down, you could pick up the phone and call the fund manager and just chew them out, you know, and just let them have it. Uh, what good is that going to do? Are they going to give it back to you? You know, I'll tell you what, you're so upset, I'll take it out of my pocket and put it. <laughs> Now, what are they going to do? I'll take out, the bank will give you a loan you know, for it. You know, I don't want a loan, but we'll give you a grant. You know, I, uh, what, what good is that going to do? Well, trust in the Lord. Don't trust in riches. You know, you, you, it's, it's sinking sand, right? But what, what does Timothy say about it? And I'm just using this as one example, just riches, right? I mean, there's so many other things we could plug in you know, here. But 1 Timothy 6 verse 9 says, They that will be rich fall into temptation, right? And a snare or a trap and into many foolish and hurtful lusts. You talk about grace. It takes grace to have a lot of material possessions. It may be a temptation too great for some of us. It certainly would be apart from the grace of God. Um, but it says, which drown men in destruction and perdition for the love of money is the root of all evil which some, while some have coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrow. Judas, 30 pieces of silver, right? I mean, that money bag, I mean, he was, he, he wanted, you know, the, 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 that, that box with that oil of spikenard, you know, in it, that alabaster box. He was like, we could have sold that and we could have given a lot to the poor. Well, he was, he was the poor box, I guess, you know, he was... It was passing through. Nobody questioned him. And, and he was um, greedy. He was greedy for those things. Greedy for gain. What, what gain do you want? What's the gain David's asking for here? The gain David's asking for here is for the Lord to lead him. That's gain. The Lord to teach him. That's gain. Um, think about what Jude 1 verse 11. I know I kind of alluded to it last week, but... Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the error of Balaam for reward. And they perished in the gainsaying of Kor, or Korah, the sons of Korah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that we, we read that just a while ago, right? Exactly. Um, but think about the way of Cain. What about the way of Cain? What did he do? 
He slew his brother one. His brother of what? I can keep doing this. <laughs> mm -hmm. His deeds were righteous. Yeah. So he looked at that righteousness. You know, and, and he didn't have any. He saw his brother's deeds as righteous and his weren't. And so he killed him. Um, marvel not that the world hates you. you know, the riches that you have in Christ, you know, they look at you and, and you are just the thing that you thought when you were younger, Donnie, about your aunt. She was just judgmental and she was condemning, you know, about about the lives that, that, that we live outside, you know, before we became a Christian, you know, that's, you know, here this person is trying to speak truth in love. Not everybody speaks truth in love. We are to speak truth, not just speak truth, right? But we are to speak truth in love, right? So here they are speaking truth in love to us, and we're rejecting it and refusing it. Apart from, apart from the grace of God, we don't want it. You know, you're, you're judging me. Doesn't your book say you're not supposed to judge? So, he slew him because his own works were evil, 1 John 3 says, and his brothers righteous. So many ways of man. There's a way that seems right unto a man. There's so many ways of man, but the end thereof is, is death, it's destruction. David says, Lord, show me your ways. Lord, teach me your paths. I mean, there's, there's paths that those who have gone before us have walked. Lord, show me that. I want to walk in that way. I want to walk in the way that, that you know, you, you cleared that path. Uh, you're, you're the reason there is a path. You know, you are the way. There would be no path apart from you. You know, show me your way. He is the way. Unless we know and love him, we're not going to love his ways. Man, unless you know and love the Lord, you're not going to love his ways. You're not going to be David here saying, Show me thy, thy ways. Teach me thy paths. One person said, David asks that the promises of God may be deeply impressed and engraven on his heart. He says, as long as this thought prevails in our minds that God takes care of us, it is the best and the most powerful means for resisting temptations. Right? The Lord knows. The Lord's in control of this way that I'm on. The Lord's control of this path. The Lord causes all things to work together for my good. I'm going to trust him. I mean, and if you're in that place and you're in a difficulty, oh, what a, what a help that is. What, what a grace that is. What a mercy that is to be able to face things with that knowledge. With that knowledge. He says in verse number five, teach me or lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation, on thee do I wait all the day. All my days, all day long and all my days, I'm waiting upon the Lord. He's the God of my salvation. You think, you think whenever Apollos was preaching the baptism of John and Aquila and Priscilla come along to show him the way more what? Perfectly. I like to think that Apollos had been asking the same thing that David is saying here. Lord, show me your ways. Teach me your ways. Um, that's in Acts you know, 18. 
where you find Aquila and Priscilla, they heard him and they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. I mean, aren't we, in a sense, looking for that every time that we come here? You know, for the Lord to show us and expound to us his way more perfectly. I, I think I understand this, but boy, over the years, through the, the, the messages that I've heard and the things the Lord has said, you know, I've, I've understood it more perfectly. I've understood it more perfectly. So I, I think about 2 Samuel 22, another place where David's speaking, verses 31 through 33, David says, as for God, his way, this, these ways that, that, that David's asking to be taught, his way is what? Perfect. That sounds so much better than my ways because my ways aren't perfect, but God's ways are perfect. Lord, teach me your ways and show me, you know, your ways. Um, I mean, to know something. You think about the word know in Scripture. I mean, it was like Adam knew his wife Eve. Do you know these things? Are, are, you, are you intimately acquainted with the ways of God and what God is, you know, to where you, no, you just don't know of them. Like you know somebody's name, you know, but you, you know them in the sense that you do them. You do them. You're not just hearers of the word, but you're doers, you know, also. You know, when people speak about a peculiar trait in someone, they may say, well, that's just his way. What we want is for people to see things about us and say, that's Christ in them. That's Christ in them. He says, on thee do I wait all the day. This is his, ex there's an expectancy there, isn't there? On thee do I wait all the day. There's an expectancy there in what David's saying when he says, show me your ways. He expects the Lord's going to do that. When he says, teach me thy paths, he expects the Lord's going, you know, to do that. When he says, lead me in thy truth, he expects the Lord's going to do that. I wait on you, he says, all the day. Psalm 62, verse 5 says, My soul, wait thou only upon God. Wait thou only upon God. If, if you know, Teresa goes away you know, into a surgical procedure, and in a sense I'm waiting for the doctor to come back after the surgical procedure is done, but who am I really waiting on? I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting on him because the particular time in my mind, you know, was emergency surgery. If we don't do something, she's going to bleed to death. And I don't know if she's coming back. I'm waiting upon the Lord. You know, on thee do I wait all the day. I have to use that as an illustration. I know I use it often, but it, it was a critical point in my own life, you know, and, and I'm hoping be able to convey something of that to you um, he's our expectation he is our hope he is our dependence I mean brother Paul at a, at a different point not that particular point this was a later surgery you know he comes and he sits down beside me you know in the in the in the waiting room you know what his expectation was waiting you know upon the Lord he was looking to the Lord didn't say a word to me much. I mean, he just sat there. It was just, I, I couldn't think of anything, you know. I mean, I, I, was, I was so worn out, 
you know, by a lot of the stuff that had happened for so long. Um, you know, but, and, and I'm just speaking from the perspective, you know, of the person who is on this side of it. She's definitely going through more, you know, than I was, but he just sits down beside me. And here was a brother that was waiting upon the Lord with me. You know, we were waiting for her to come out of surgery. He was waiting there with me. Now, he didn't have to say anything. Um, you know, there was that expectancy that we both had uh, from God waiting upon him, knowing that what he was going to do was right. Because I told you about Brother Johnny before when he was down preaching in the islands. And you remember that man lost his wife while he was there? He was, he was an elder, I think, in the church. And, and um, understandably, he was distraught. Brother Johnny had the grace to say, and that man had the grace to hear him say, God is too right to do any wrong. That takes grace to hear, doesn't it? Yeah. God is too right to do any wrong. You know, we could say we know these things, do we? Do we really know them? You know, are we doing them? That's, that's the sense in which we really know them. Or is our expectation from him all the day? Are we waiting upon the Lord all the day? Are we looking to him every day, every moment? Uh, I'll see people coming across the parking lot to me. I may not even know them. It happens to you, doesn't it? You go to the grocery store, and here they go. And I'm like, Lord, I don't know what this is. I don't know what's about to happen here. But I'm asking for grace. To, and, 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 and the words... Whatever you'd have me to speak to them. I mean, that's what Brother Johnny was given to speak to that man. I mean, that, that would be a difficult thing to say to a man that just lost his wife. God's too right to do any wrong. When is he coming? It's in February, isn't it? Uh, Brother Johnny will be here in February, but in, in January, what's, what's the date in January that, that Brother Mac's going to be here? Can you tell me on that? Um, be praying for both of those. Brother, Brother Mac. Okay, the Sunday that Brother Mac will be here is the 14th. We, we thought about, this is so informal, isn't it? I'm broadcasting across the world in one sense, you know, but, but um, for any that would listen. But, uh, and we had a contingency of people in Singapore at one point that were listening. But um, anyway, be in prayer for Brother Mac. He's coming to be able to um, prepare for a book that he's writing. And so he saw the front porch, and he was like, perfect place. You know, you mind if I come spend a week or so here, and I can sit out here on this porch and look out there at the, at the trees and the woods and, and all, and, and uh, I, can, I, can, I can write this book. I'm like, sure, brother, come on. He said, I'll even preach for you that Sunday if you want. I said, okay, deal. Uh, <laughs> oh, did they? Okay. By him? Yeah, uh, I, I didn't ask him what it was. We can ask him when he comes. Uh, that one he did a while back. Um, so I don't know if he's done something maybe new. Um, but yeah, could be the same one. Because I know he has used Reformation Heritage to, to publish some of them. Um, but anyway, he's, he's writing something new. He's even got Lydia working on another project that, that he's going to be doing. Um, but uh, pray for him. He'll be with us on the 14th. I, I think maybe we'll try 
if everybody would like, um, you know, I don't know, we could get together. If you want to spend some time with him, you know, we can have a meal here maybe at the church. We, I know we'll do it that Sunday, you know, for sure. But if you wanted to be able to get with, together with him um, at any other point, but his expectation in coming here, you know, at least one is to be able to write a book that God has laid on his heart to write. He's looking to the Lord for that and coming here. His expectation in, in coming and preaching that Sunday is that he'll have something to bring to us and speak to us about. Our expectation every day in, in all sorts of things that we face ought to be you know, from the Lord. Um, that man that came in not long ago, some, some of the men were standing back there in the doorway. And as he walked through and I was still standing there, I looked at them and I said, pray for me. I don't know what we're about to face here. Uh, I don't know what you know, I'm about to encounter, but we're looking to the Lord. Our expectation is from him you know, in this. Um, so again, show me, lead me, teach me, give me understanding. Uh, I, I mean, when you think about this aspect of this, being in the heart of the psalmist, I mean, I, I put it together with our study in First John, and when you read in First John 2, 3, hereby we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. That's the thing David's asking for here. Show me, lead me, teach me. First um, John 5, 20, and we know that the Son of God has come and hath given us an understanding. Show me, lead me, teach me, that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. We're asking to be led and taught and shown this pathway that leads to eternal life. And, and there's a sense in which we can only know in a saving way what the Lord teaches us. I mean, we're not going to know it any other way. If he doesn't show us, I mean, how are we going to know it? How are we going to understand it unless he shows? We're only going to make it fo that far, you know, in this pathway that the Lord leads us and shows us. Um, So what a, what a grace it is to find yourself in a place where you desire to be led, where you desire to be taught, where you desire to understand, where you desire to know what it is that God has to say unto you. I mean, you've not, you and I have not exhausted this, you know, and we're not going to in our lifetime. Um, I don't know how many total books that I've preached through so far. I didn't start off preaching expositorily. I started off preaching topically. Um, in fact, we pulled out some binders last night. Lydia and I did, you know, all handwritten notes before I started typing things into a computer. And even had, I didn't even think to put dates on those things back then. You know, now everything is dated because of the computer. <clears throat> but I won't make it through the book in my lifetime. You know? You're probably thinking, we may not make it through this book in our lifetimes, <laughs> this study in our lifetimes. Uh, some of you said that when we started it. You know, it was 150 chapters. Uh, but um, we'll make it as far, each one of us, we'll make it as far as the Lord leads us, right? We'll make it as far as he leads us. And so we keep looking to him, asking him to lead us, teach us, show us, give us an understanding that we may know him the true and living God, this is eternal life, that we may know him, right? Amen.